0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Liminal Lands, an episode I'm calling three out of four. Before it begins, I do have a few shout-outs real quick. New patron Jed, who is 27% Tenon. New patron and new co-producer Suda Satoshi, who is a descendant of Beowulf. And new patron and new co-producer Jessica Stabrabbit, who is a descendant of the Titan Iapetus, and their significant other Darian, who I've heard was forced to listen to the show. Thanks a lot, guys. It really means the world to me that y'all are patrons. Now, enjoy the show. All I'm saying is, is I don't don't care. Listen, just let me record this entry without any of the Huffles bullshit. Or any of your snide statements, condescending comments, patronizing opinions, witty wisecracks, or rude-ass remarks. Please. You really thought about that little speech long and hard, didn't you? Did you have it written down somewhere? Fess up. You wrote all that alliteration down on the back of your hand, didn't you? No, I didn't write it down. No, I didn't spend the last five minutes thinking about what to say in the vain hope that I could somehow make you be quiet for a handful of minutes so I could record just a little bit without your constant idiotic interruptions. But, for the sake of argument, let's pretend I did plan this impassioned speech because recording this stuff is incredibly important to me. Would that in any way help convince you to get off my back for just a few minutes while I make my recordings? No, you don't have to be so pissy about it. All you have to do is ask, you big baby. I have... A... I mean... Hey, Yiggy old pal. Could you just do me a small favor and give me a couple minutes of silence while I record this? Why? Oh, God damn it, you son of... <clears throat> I mean... Hmm. Uh, I only ask because um, you say you're mimicking my voice exactly. It doesn't sound that way to me, but I'll take your word. It's a, what did you call it? Auto, auto, Auto audio processing phenomenon. And that you do sound just like me and I just can't hear you. It's possible that my hypothetical future listeners might have a hard time figuring out which one of us is talking at any particular time if you would let me record these while keeping your commentary to a bare minimum. It might make for a less confusing time overall. I don't think you're giving your hupples enough credit there, hoss. Stop calling. Hey, Yiggy. My kids are primarily who I'm recording this for. And they, being a little bit younger, might particularly have a hard time figuring it out when there are two people that sound just like their daddies. Wait, you reproduced? <laughs> okay, hypothetical future listeners, I'm going to try and make this entry relatively quickly while I have a moment of relative silence. Yiggy said something about something requiring his attention and told me to keep following the lighted path. I don't know how much time I have or I'd spend some more time describing just how beautiful this lighted path is. I'll just say that after a bit of a closer look at the individual lights, I think I know what happened to all those jewels Yiggy was talking about getting in trade for guidance through himself. But that isn't what I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm getting close to the river. It has to be able to be picked up on the tape recorder by now. And I will say I've been thinking about that. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't wait. I did check a few of my pockets, and I do have a small bundle of fishing line and some hooks. The fishing line itself was the more important of the two for a couple reasons. It's possible to fabricate a fish hook out of lots of stuff. Wood, wire, bits of trash, bone. I remember reading somewhere that a bird's wishbone is almost perfectly shaped whittled down into a fishing hook. I mean, I don't actually have any of those wishbones with me. In fact, the only bone I currently have is... my own, from my severed finger. I don't think I have the stomach to do that. But yeah, that's going off on a tangent. There's another reason it doesn't matter. I've forgotten about it until recently, but I have a fishhook in my wallet. A few years ago, my wife bought me a, a survival card, which is a little thin piece of metal about the same size and thickness as a credit card with little survival things almost punched out. And When you need them, you just finish punching them out. It's got a little saw blade, a small knife, needles, an arrowhead, and of course, the ever-popular fishing ones. So, suffice it to say, even if I didn't have fishing hooks in my pocket, I wouldn't be all that concerned. The fishing line is by far the luckier blessing. Was an earthquake or yiggy's doing something i hope that aggravating asshole doesn't shake a cave in on me what was i saying oh fishing okay while checking for the fishing line i found an old empty lighter. between that and the one fire bundle that was in my pocket when i fell i'm part of a way towards a fire i have an ignition source even an empty lighter, as long as it still has the steel wheel is an ignition source the fire bundle is both tender and a little bit of kindling. That's what they're designed to be. That just leaves fuel, which I do not have. Three out of four ain't bad, but it will never be a fire. But we're headed to an underground river. It's possible, just possible, that that river carried in some wood. And it's also possible that it deposited that wood What the hell, guy? It's possible that it deposited the wood on the bank in the past. It's possible that the wood is set on the bank, mostly or completely out of the water, and dried out, leaving me a nice, hardy fuel source just waiting on me to come along and claim it to make it into my fourth ingredient in the recipe for fire. Hey, three out of four ain't bad, but four out of four is fire. I don't particularly want to eat raw fish. Not because i think it'll be disgusting which it almost certainly will hell i barely like to eat sushi and that's fish specifically chosen for its flavor with added flavor of but that isn't the main reason the main reason is parasites bacteria all of that once i still have my life straw thank god if i didn't have that i was going to have to drink the water straight out of the stream i wouldn't worry about it so much but without the life straw or a way to boil the water I'd be drinking the river water straight, and if I was doing that, eating the fish raw wouldn't put me at any extra risk of getting sick. But that isn't the case. I do have a life straw, so I can't justify the risk of eating raw fish. Hell, if I just had some lemon or lime juice, I'd make it into a ceviche and hope that the juice was acidic enough to sterilize the fish. But besides, like I said, it's entirely possible I'm overthinking Because it's possible, there's fuel for a fire there. But it's also possible I'm just whistling past a graveyard right now. That's also almost literally correct, except you're not whistling. Oh, yay. Yiggy, you're back. I've missed you so much. You get whatever it was you were doing taken care of. Did you... Oh, wait. Hey, we're finally here. Well, HFLs, it's been a bit since we last talked, because... Because you've been pouting. I have not been pouting. It's been a while since we've talked, because I've been gathering my thoughts. That's the funniest way of saying pouting I ever heard. I've been gathering my thoughts, because after searching up and down the riverbank and discovering no wood... After all this walking, I can feel my energy flagging, and I have been considering my options. Good lord there, trooper. Tell me, is everything you say into your totem such complete and utter bullshit? Tell your huffles the truth. You walked along the creek, didn't see any wood, yelled some colorful curse words, and then sat and pouted for 42 and a half minutes. Guys, what really happened is... I walked along the creek didn't see any wood, yelled some colorful curse words, and then sat and pouted for 42 and a half minutes. Oh, wow! I never expected you to actually admit it. Yeah, well, your version really was slightly more accurate than mine. But, yeah, HFLs, the information is correct. There's no wood to be found. I mean, a kind of like an alcove off the side running along the corridor I've been walking down. This little creek just seems to kind of pop up from under a wall, run parallel for about 40 meters, and disappear back under the wall again. The part of it that is accessible, what I can get to, it's about, I don't know, 20 feet wide, and I think Whoa, Haas, party foul, damn, back up. What the hell are you talking about? You don't even know you did it, do you? Did what? You just described something using the metric measuring system and the imperial measuring system in the same sentence. I've had some really heinous humans wandering here, but you're the first human monster I've had. I almost activated the defenses out of survival reflex. Oh, shut up. I did not. You literally just said the river was 40 meters long and 20 feet wide. Huh. Maybe I did. Whatever. Can I continue? Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to decide if I think you're about to tell more lies or cost the sanity of your huffles next. Uh 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 Anyways, it looks like just about any other creek except it's here underground. A cursory examination reveals that the water is incredibly cold, but also there are indeed fish. I saw some minnows right along the edge. So there's the good news, bad news, short story long. There's fish out there, but no way to cook them. Like the poem says, water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Although, I will admit, thinking about the minnows has twinged a memory somewhere in the back of my head. I think, I think I recall reading somewhere that if the fish were small enough, you could just eat them. You're talking about the SAS survival Guide. Excuse me? You're thinking of the SAS Survival Guide by John Lofty Wiseman, page 243. Preparing Fish. First two sentences. All freshwater fish are edible. Those under five centimeters or two inches long, need no preparation, and can be eaten whole. So, your interpretation is one, but I think that I would- Wait, 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 wait. You just gave me help for mixing metric and imperial, and the book you just quoted did it too. Yes, for the same measurement, not for two different measurements. It was listing both units for the sake of clarity, not switching between the two arbitrarily seemingly just to confuse their huffles. It still counts. They used both in the same sentence. Why can't I? Boo. Just for that, I'm not going to finish what I was saying. Oh no, spare me. Whatever will I do? There, HFLs. You heard it from Yugi himself. Little fish under two inches long don't need to be cooked for safety reasons. I can't believe I'm getting this excited that I can eat a minnow. Holy crap. Gross. I mean, this entire time I've been planning to catch some minnows. I was going to use them to bait bigger fish in the event of fire. So I guess I can just forget trying to catch the bigger fish and eat the bait. Here's how it's going to work I'm going to catch them with rods. You create a a sort of funnel out of rocks with a stream flowing into it and a rock corral to keep them in. It's easier for them to get funneled into the corral, but hard for them to find the way back out because it's small. You leave it for a couple hours, come back later, and feast. Let's get to it. Hello again, listeners. So, he's been pouting again. Yeah, I've been pouting again. Here is the problem. Finding enough rocks that are the right size. It seems that this far into the cave, rocks are either huge or teeny, teeny, tiny. They have to be big enough to stick out of the water to create a barrier, but small enough that I can actually, you know, move them. Apparently, Yiggy likes to keep a clean house. I like to feel pretty. He likes to feel pretty. Except the empty two-liter bottle. My Girl Scout gave it to me. I like it. He likes it. I've tried catching minnows by hand, and that's easier said than done. Especially with water so cold, you can't fill your hand within seconds. And without something else to try and... Hang on. Hang on. Hey, Yiggy... Can I have that empty two liter bottle? No, it's mine. Come on, it's just trash. No, you're trash. And unlike you, the two liter bottle is actually wanted. Look, um, how about I promise you'll get to keep it, just in two pieces, and I'll I'll give you 20 bucks. I still have some cash in my wallet. Yeah, okay, as long as I get to keep it. Oh, yes. Okay, hypothetical future listeners, we are about to be in business. Okay, so take the top off, open the knife, start cutting. The same basic idea as the rocks from earlier, which we didn't end up having. off. So we have the top cut off. You take it put it upside down in the two-liter bottle. There. So now hopefully you can picture it. The top's cut off, flipped upside down, shoved inside the body of the rest of it. There's my funnel and my corral all in one. If I can put this in the water and weigh it down with rocks so that, well, it doesn't get carried off, it'll funnel the fish into it and then they won't be able to get back out. Same idea as the rocks just with the two-liter bottle instead. It's a little bit smaller than I would like, but I mean beggars can't be choosers. And I might finally be able to eat. Okay, it's in the water. All I have to do now is wait. I think you had better wait fast. Wait That. That doesn't even make sense. And why? Well... Earlier, when I left you momentarily to go take care of business, I was actually taking care of that business. I think I may have inadvertently woken the defenses. I'm going away But I won't come back On a lonesome railroad line But I can't forget That sweet little girl who sleeps in the pines and the pines. Thanks for listening. You guys know my usual spiel. If you like this, please consider leaving a like or a review somewhere. Or, you know, visit my Patreon page and see what kind of rewards you can get. Shout out stickers, bonus material, quite a bit of bonus material. Until next time, beware of doorways. Hey guys. This episode of the Liminal Lands is sponsored by Happy Hippo Herbals. And that's pretty exciting to me because I can honestly say without their products, the Liminal Lands wouldn't exist as a show. Right now, if you use my discount code, you can get 15% off your order. There's going to be a link you can click on in the show notes. And along with that link, there's also another link you can check out that's specifically about Happy Hippo Herbals themselves and why you should choose them over some of their competitors. It's pretty eye-opening stuff guys and you definitely need to check it out now enjoy the show